everybody to another episode of Adeptus Ridiculous, the book club this time. My name is Bricky. Joining me is DK Diamantes. That's and me. To, and that's him. And today we are reviewing slash discussing the final book of the Night Lord's Omnibus and Trilogy, Void Stalker, or better known as All My Homies Hate Syrian. Yeah, fuck Syrian. All My S Homies Hate Syrian. Spoilers. Fucker. Anyway, yeah, we didn't. We haven't said why yet, though, so it's... That's true. Mysteries. Uh, so if you were not aware, this is the third book of the trilogy for the Night Lords, written by Aaron Dembski-Bowden. We listened to it on Audible, narrated by Andrew Wincott, who is mm -hmm. very good at his job. Oh, yes. Um, and the next book club we'll be doing, since we have hit October, will be an Orktober book. We are will be listening to Brutal Cunning. Let's go. For the first time, me and DK have not, neither of us have read this mm -mm. and it has been a request. We are going to do Kai Kai Kaivas came, but considering the month we it's decided October. to You got to do yeah. the works, man. We decided to hold that off. So, might as well get started. Oh, uh, or thank you to our patrons for you know, if you if you enjoy uh, today's podcast, you should totally head on over to patreon.com slash ridiculous where you can get access to tons of really great stuff like our Discord. Uh, you get behind-the-scenes stuff, bloopers if they happen, uh, HD posters uh, for men, women, uh, everybody that's, you know, I, I guess of legal age. I guess, uh, nothing, there's nothing that saucy about it, but uh, there's a pretty great... Um, Commissar, that's got some massive fucking pecs, dude, so. Hell yeah. Yeah, patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous if you enjoy the podcast, and thanks to all our Patreons. All right, there we go, perfect. This is why you do the intros. <laughs> you, you gave it a good shot. You you, you came I, I around did. to the Patreon. You did you did well. You did well. Buy our merch. All right, so. <laughs> uh, so, Void Stalker. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first impression, good, bad, and where would you rate it in the three? I would, I think Voidstalker was probably my favorite one. Ooh, more of, than Blood Reaver. More than Blood Reaver. Because uh, I think you get a lot more conflict in this one. You get a lot more, like, inner turmoil with Talos and a little more development with Talos. Um, Talos really comes across as a big fucking villain in this oh book. yeah like, <laughs> in blood reaver it was kind of like oh yeah you know he's trying to get his shit back so he's being real like you know he's being hard because he's you know got to get the echo back and in uh, soul hunter it's like well you know you're fighting the imperium you got to be kind of whatever <laughs> in void stalker whoo boy he's uh he's a bad that is, guy <laughs> that is my number one best attribute to to void stalker i put it as number two i think i think the marine books are always the best when they have a lot of human characters to contrast and Fair. there was a lot more of that in blood reaver in fact septimus and octavia really take a back seat in this book yeah until the sort of later ish parts they really do there's not a lot of septimus and octavia well i guess in the start of the book septimus <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Um, but but yes the best part of this book besides the fact that the action scenes are pretty good but the number one, I'd say, best part of this entire novel is the is reminding you, like, these are night lords. Yeah. You, you've gotten used to them being your, your uh, protagonists, mm -hmm. and they still are. But let's remind you real quick what these people are like. They are 
evil. They take yes. evil to a whole new tier. Like, it's... Oh, boy. The things they do to innocent civilians is like... Oh. It's kind of a... It's a good reminder. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. These are not so, good people. These are not your heroes. Do not look up to them. So it starts off... Talos had a vision where he's been asleep for nearly two months. Mm-hmm. And uh, during this period of time, he's no longer able to see his visions anymore. He can't remember them. Yeah. But he ordered the Echo of Damnation to make its way over to Saguelsa. Saguelsa. The, the Carrion World. The yep. uh, the home of the Screaming Gallery <laughs> and Con- where Conrad Kurz died. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't really remember why he did that, but he did it. Yep. And, you know, this is a part I mentioned back in the Blood Reaver days. He had that conversation with Reuven, his bones, in the beginning of this book. Yes, he did. Well, yeah, that's right. It, it was his bones. He does have that dream where he's talking to Reuven. And uh, doesn't Reuven say, like, your undoing will be the fact that you went back to the eastern fringes or the eastern rift to Seguelsa? And he's like, no, I didn't. Why would I fucking do that? You're stupid, Reuven. And he wakes, he wakes up and up. they're like, hey, guess what? We're at Seguelsa. He's like, what? <laughs> We're where? I, uh- I, I really like his conversation with Reuven because as much of a bastard as Reuven is, he makes good points often. He does. And it's it's funny because, like, uh, Talos starts making a lot of the same points that Reuven made in, in that little dream where Reuven was like, yeah, like, we're so stagnant. We're so happy with being so static and nobody wants to win the war. And that's why that's why I betrayed you because Abaddon is trying to win. He's actually trying to hurt the Imperium. He's not happy with just, like, surviving and causing terror against, like, these weak little guys that have no challenge. And that was the the conflict between Talos and Zarl, where eventually, mm-hmm. with time, Talos kind of took the side of Reuven, yeah. where he was like, "I want to, I want to fucking live," and yeah. Zarl was always the kind of like, "Ah, who cares? Ah, yeah, we're fine the way we are now. We're yeah. good. We don't have to stress." And yeah, which led to what might be the best monologue in the whole series, where he's <laughs> yelling at Zarl. Oh, and yeah. he's like, I'm going to burn everyone and throw the ashes on on the Empress Palace. And yep. Was, yep. I, I mentioned that in the Night Lords uh, extra episode we did, uh, that quote. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they had to hold him back from, like, going after Zara. He was going to, like, full on, like, oof. That was yeah, he, fuck, he, he fucking uh, throat punched Varial out of the way. Yeah. Like, damn. Uh, but before that, Zara when he wakes up, up he... Like, if they fought, Zara would have fucking destroyed him. Oh, Zara slaughters everybody. He's such a... <laughs> yeah, Zara would have he... fucked him up, dude. Good thing. That was like one of those, dude, hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sw- swing first, man. Swing first. <laughs> hold me back. Don't let me go. Hold me back. I want to look good. <laughs> the um, But uh, backing that up, he visits Octavius Chambers after waking up. <laughs> And they have a conversation back and forth, yada, yada, yada. And then he's like, oh, my God, she's pregnant. Yeah, for like the first whole time, he's like, something's different. You wear a new perfume? Did you do something with your hair? It's like, no, what are you talking about? And then he, he can like he can like hear the second heartbeat. And he's like, motherfucker. Fucker! He's like, I'm a he says, I'm a fool. And he yeah. just leaves. And then he proceeds to. Beat the fuck out of Septimus. <laughs> he beats the shit out of Septimus. Oh my god! Like, I a part of me thought that Septimus was just gonna die right there. 
I was like, oh my god. He got close. Yeah, he did. I was like, oh my god, is this book going to start out with Talos literally killing Septimus over impregnating Octavia? And and <laughs> and then Septimus was like, Talos, go eat shit. That's right. He told him to eat shit in his traumen. Yeah, and I I think the only reason that Talos didn't kill him is because he was like two years or two months comatose. And yeah. he's like, I can barely feel my muscles. Yeah. Pain. <laughs> I um, told but, you not to, because she's the most important thing on the ship. She can't be having, like, you know, labor issues and be like, her health can't be compromised. She's the fucking navigator. Can you imagine if she's piloting the ship through the warp and she goes into labor? Like, what's going to happen? Oh. Like, oh my god, what's going to happen? I, I don't know. Do Fear. navigator children have, uh, do they inherit the eye? The third eye? So apparently the navigator gene is incredibly recessive. Ah. So often when two uh, when two navigators mate, they might not even have a navigator child. Oh. Uh, but when if she mates with Septimus, there's a damn good chance that there's no freaking way yeah, that's going to Yeah, there's be. like a less than 1% chance if it's already hella recessive. Okay. Yeah. Um so but yes, he gets his ass beat. And you know what's interesting? The entire time, Talos is like, I'm going to, if you do this again, I'm going to skin you and, and hang you in black market and all these words. Like, he has, like, a million threats. Yeah. And and then he says, if you, like, if you don't fucking shape up, I will let Varial flay you. And I'm like, that's worse than everything you said. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that is that's so, so much, much worse. worse. And, Anything Varial based. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he was like, oh, yeah, I'll make sure that you survive the flaying. And that, all, like, your arms and your legs are removed, and you're just a cowering, skinless thing. And then, like, I'll... Sh I think there was one last thread in there that I was like, oh, my God, like, this, that's really fucked up. Like, he was going to show him his heart or something, or he was going to feed him his eyes as he was, like, a skinless, armless thing. And it was like, oof. Honestly, all oh. of the threats meant nothing to me until he said Vario. Vario, like, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, God. Keep, oh, God. Back it up. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You don't want to end yeah. up on Varial's table. You re well, you don't want to end up on Talos's table either. But yeah, Varial. Yes. But so they had. So this is arguably the best part of. <laughs> so so after this, he kind of uh, Talos kind of had to have this little like moment of clarity, and yeah. so that's when they started. He started yelling at Zarl, and he had the big old speech. Yeah. Which was very. It's just such a good speech. Oh, I it was love that. Really great speech. Yeah. Um. But then. They get to they go down to Saguelsa, <laughs> and we get a a wonderful little bit where you see it from the eyes of like this old kind of militia guy down there. Yeah, the arch regent, I think. Well, you get the arch regent who's like the he's like the the president, the leader. Oh right, right, right. Um, but no, there was like that other old man militia man, uh, with his las gun, and and he was like, ah, what the storm shouldn't be here yet. What the heck? He like had a heart attack and died. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. And um and I I like I like the the dialogue in that part because he's like uh whatever his name picks up his last gun which works fine thank you very much. <laughs> it's just like small little tidbits just of like that in the writing. Yeah. It's I very mean, good. On on Seguelsa, at that time they probably wouldn't have had to use it very often. I mean the worst thing they got to worry about is like sandstorms. Although they they don't call it Seguelsa, they call it what Descartes or De um Decartha or something Decartha. like that. Yeah 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 yeah. They don't even know what's uh, called. They don't, no, they don't, uh, they don't uh, know Dar where they are. Uh, Darkana. Darkana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darkana. 
Yes, because that's the name of their sh- of their ship. Mm-hmm. They they um, have no idea what planet they've even landed on. They didn't know it was Seguelsa. They didn't know it was the Carrion World. They didn't know this was uh, the abandoned Night Lord's home planet or second home planet, I guess. Yes, they're their little fleeing planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, then we get a wonderful montage <laughs> of of Varial down the street. Like having like four corpses hanging off of his body chain, he's like dragging them through the street. Yeah. You've got you got like a little girl hiding in her basement, and then this fucking night lord walks in. He's like, I can smell you here. Yep, With it's his, like blazing red eyes. Lucorifus is like flying around, just grabbing people and dropping them. Yep, <laughs> yep. Um, I, this is also the one where like people are trying to like escape, and they're like, Oh my god, open the bunker, open the bunker, we gotta oh get my- it. <laughs> Holy shit! And then they get, and it's just, it's just, just Uzas, just Uzas with his fucking chain axe, just revving it, and it's like, uh oh, let yeah, us out, he, let us out! It's like skulls for the eighth legion. He's like got blood up to his his like knee. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's not what you want to open the 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 cargo bay doors to. That's not. It is nuts that the protagonist that they are literally showing a, a unironic like. Like, like this is 9-11 level stuff. Like, this is panic in the streets. Mm-hmm. People are screaming with their children, and, and they're and they're running around, and there is our opposing force flying around and throwing their bodies into skinning pits. Yep. And, and born genocide. And these are our protagonists, yeah. and you still like them. Yeah. These are helpless innocence these aren't this isn't like a military outpost these are men women elderly children just getting skinned alive and tortured because they just found the wrong planet it is very very night lords and in a sense really fun because of it (laughs) but like you know naturally obviously terrible yeah but there's a certain point of it where i'm kind of thinking to myself damn as fucked as this is, it's it's kind of nice that they're being night lords again. Ah, uh, yeah, because again, they were... in the last couple books, they kind of almost seemed—I don't want to say nice, but you kind of forgot how savage they were. Well, they were almost always fighting either other chaos, mm. specifically the um, like the, the Black Corsair. Legion or the Red Corsairs, yeah. Yeah. or they were fighting Imperial Space Marines, mm-hmm. which like the Blood Angels, which carved their way through black market anyway yeah i mean that's so that's it's, war right right so in a sense there's there's a little bit of war there this is full-blown like this is the night lords doing what they think is fun yeah and and the night nuts. lords feel justified because like oh how how dare the imperium settle on our dead world it was supposed to be it was supposed to remain de- how dare you we're justified in this genocide and it's like whoa <laughs> okay okay whatever yeah, and plus, and you know, this moves on over to another issue. Well, not an issue I had, but um, you know, our 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 good our good. Like I said before, <laughs> I, I remember we had a couple of people commenting on the last uh, book club when I was talking about Octavia. Yeah, and how Octavia is, I think, used as a storytelling crutch, her yeah. inability to pilot properly. Ah, uh, um, yeah. Which, like, Comes yes, to play it, again. It makes sense from a logical perspective, but it feels cheap from a storytelling perspective. Yeah. Uh, 
Like, oh, she, like, don't get me wrong. Like, this it makes complete sense. It's not like illogical. It's just upsetting because she did not notice yeah. the uh, a, a warp beacon that was uh, there for the Genesis Space Marine chapter, uh, a a sub chapter <sighs> of the, the Ultramarines. The fucking blueberries have a bunch of strawberries as their cousins. Of course. Of course they do. The, uh, so, uh, so, of course, they end up assaulting the Echo when they're down causing havoc. Mm-hmm. So they make their way back up to go deal with them. Yeah. Uh, in, in which there is quite the fight. And this oh, lasts yeah. for, like, five chapters it's a long time that they're fending off the uh, the Genesis uh, Space Marines. It's a while. It's a very long time, and not only that, but you get a whole bunch of Lucorifus and Deltrian during this part. Yes! Uh, Lucorifus is my favorite character this book. Lucorifus is pretty great. I'm very impressed with how much they made him awesome. It's kind of his book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he had so many spotlight moments. Uh, Deltrian was what trying to repair the uh, the, uh, the void, void shield, shield generator. generators. Um, oh man, and Lucorvis just saves that because otherwise Deltrian is fucking dead. Oh, oh, he's well. Deltrian got shot in like the ribs by a yeah. by a bolter. Lucorvis swoops in, takes care of that, uh, and then his oh, I keep forgetting his assistant's name. Oh, uh, Lacuna Absolutas. Absolutas is like he's stuck on the other side of the ship, but they're about to jump to fucking warp. They have less than a minute, and Lucorifus covers the he covers like half the ship on his jump jets, swoops around, gets this Genesis Space Marine, grabs him. Uh, like out of his fucking boots or something like cuts him in half his boots are still like his legs are still attached to the hole and he just and he's and he still saves uh the assistant and gets him to safety and gets him in before they get ripped apart uh by going to warp Uh, it's pretty funny deltrin was like have you ever seen someone that's been ripped apart by the warp and lucorfus was like why yes Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Because <laughs> of course he has. I was in Blood Reaver, right? Didn't he watch his? Um, well, was he? No, that was that? that was Vario. Yeah, Vario did Vario. that. Right, right. The Corvus wasn't watching that, but still, yeah. it's it's one of those moments where Lucorifus begrudgingly is like, ah, "I'll save your fucking assistant." Yeah. You know this this slight act of quote unquote heroism for a barely uh, mentally of av- like aware servitor slave. Yep. Yep. But, but, it, but it was a very important servitor slave. Like, uh, didn't Deltrian say that there was something he could do that he couldn't really program another servitor to do or something? Uh, no, I think it was, I think he was just, had a little bit more of his mind still with him. Ah. Um, but not only just that, but also there was the the part of, uh, it, it was, it was like, I think it was kind of that idea where Deltrian kind of, kind of likes him. Mm-hmm. And doesn't want his his assistant to die, and that's like the the remnants of his humanity kind of right. seeping through. Mm-hmm. So I think it was more on that side. Yeah. Um, but yes, this uh, this leads is. to to many 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 wonderful parts as they're flying around. But then we get to the part, the part. We get to the Genesis Champion, which mm-hmm. I will not lie, uh, Telemian. Was yep. kind of dope. 
He was he had, very dope. Oh, he man. He had a thunder hammer, a <laughs> tower shield, which is very rare. Because mm-hmm. um, the tower shield, like, it's from your, your feet to your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, like, a little, wi- like, imperial wing covering his face. And, like, a Terminator shoulder pad. Yep. And he walked in there and is, like... Pulls out this this stupid blueberry <laughs> ass like I am the bane of heretics speech and all this shit and it proceeds to fucking body oh yeah first claw oh man did he 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 fucks up Talos he fucks up Uzas I think I'm pretty sure he, he fucks up everybody except except Zarl well he hits Mercur- Mercutian because the thunder hammer basically with oh, a yeah. single strike knocked out almost everybody <laughs> yeah. And and even after the fight, Syrian was like, or Talos like, I've never been hit by a thunder hammer before. Syrian says, be thankful it was glancing. It's like it didn't Ooh. feel glancing. It's like if you're alive, I, it, it was, was glancing. glancing yeah. <laughs> but he hits McCutian so hard in his backpack, it explodes, and, and his entire like power supply goes dead. That's yeah. He 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 fucked him up. He fucked him up good. And boy, the, could he wield that shield. Like, good for such a giant shield. Mm. He was bonking. Yeah, he, he was bonking. <laughs> they were but, uh, already on main, dude. He they were. Him. He was bonking him. You know, in, in the in the tabletop, a Thunder Hammer does fucking three damage. And like like to put that into perspective, those power swords that he used do like one damage. Oh. Like a like a <laughs> like a thund- most tanks have like twelve health. Four strikes with a thunder hammer will blow a tank up. Like, it's... it. Wow. This is not to be fucked with. Didn't one of them say that getting hit with that was like getting hit by a tank? Yeah, because it is actually a tank-breaking weapon. <laughs> He's just swinging that shit around just, like it's no woo! big deal. Hooray! Like, Jesus. It is, uh... But then gets our big fight. Yep. Zaro versus Telemium. Champion versus champion. Yep. And, um... That's it's, it's a quite a long fight. fight. Yeah, it is. They uh, fight for a while. They beat the fuck out of each other. Zarl has to has to take his helmet off and proceeds to headbutt Telemian's bare oh. hel- uh, headbutt his helmet. Yeah, and like nine times in order to get him off balance and then shank him with Talos's sword. Yep, he he got mangled. He broke his own face. He cracked he his own skull. He did. Doesn't he take a hit from the thunder hammer quite a few times? Uh, he he gets glanced. He's like trading blows. He, he gets yeah. hurt a lot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, before they started fighting, one of the one of my favorite quotes, like uh, Telemio was like, "Oh, heretic, this will be your tomb." And Zara was like, "Yeah, I can't wait for this fight to start because uh, after we're done, I'm gonna let our slaves use your helmet as a shit bucket." And I was like. <laughs> You're such a fucker. Oh my god. Like, I, this guy I, just bodied all of First Claw, and you're really coming with that? I, I really enjoyed when he he threw, like, the, the Genesis helmet at Telemian's free. He's like, I knew this warrior. He if he fought with honor. And Zarl's like, I know these warriors. I know they fight, like, every other time, trying to run away. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, that's funny. They know their brothers. They know their he also, brothers. He also starts like doing this charge, and then, and then Zarl's like, "I forgot how much you Thirteenth Legion love the sound of your own voices." <laughs> I'm like, ah, Ultramarine digs, <laughs> haha. Love it. Lo- love the Night Lords even more because they're uh, they're fucking up uh, a sub chapter of the 
fucking ultramarines. I but then <sighs> but then of course this is the nice little sweet moment where you know Zaro picks up Talos and he's like, "Hey, you know, I was thinking about what you were talking about earlier." You know, uh, about like having a meaning to live, and Talos like later, man. Like, oh yeah, you know, later. And he later. just and then, then he then he dies. He dies. He succumbs to his wound wounds. Yep. Yep. He flat. He flat lines. Yeah, they were and, and, they were gonna give him the thunder hammer because it was like, oh yeah, you you earned this. You should keep this. And then his eyes kind of just roll in the back of his head, and he he just kind of goes limp. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because he, he felt like his blo- his heart blood, and he's like, oh, that's not good. That's bad. Yep. Yep, so that then that that there was the death of Zarl. It's a hell of a way to go out, though. It's, it's, all the following stuff is actually, like, kind of tear-jerking. Yeah. It's yeah. really sad. Oh, yeah, because Talos is, like, beside himself. Well, as he's much as Talos, Talos can be, yeah. Right. Well, Talos says like, "I don't give a shit about plunder. I am." Do you know? You know that cyclonic torpedo he fired at the moon <laughs> to blow up their fucking ship. Yeah. You know that those cyclonic torpedoes are used for exterminatus. Oh, okay. I I mean, I just figured like, oh, cyclonic torpedo. It's got to be a hell. I didn't realize that its specific design was to like exterminatus a planet. Although it I guess it blows up planets. Yeah. I mean, I guess it <laughs> yeah. shattered like a fifth of the moon or something, or like half of it. But uh, yeah, he's like, no, I'm I'm getting revenge. I don't care what Night Lords would normally do. I don't care how much ammunition or armor or whatever the fuck is on that ship. They will die. They will burn. <laughs> he is very bent on revenge. A very Talos thing. Um, but after that, you know, he he harvests Zarl's gene seam. He torches the body with the flamer so that there's no salvage. Yep. And wonderful little moment of Septimus and Octavia coming in. Octavia being like, I'm sorry about Zarl. He was a good man. (laughs) And and Talos just laughs. He's like, yes, my brother, the heretic, the murderer. He was a good man. And he fucking laughs until his eyes cry. Yep, yep. Which I'm, I'm imagining that in like a physical form. And I'm imagining it, it kind of being one of those things where he laughs until his eyes kind of like water, mm-hmm. and then he walks away, and you kind of get like the camera pan on his face, and his face goes from like laughing to kind of like cr- real Somber. crying. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. Because they they fucking kind of hate each other. Zarl and Talos were not really friends. Yeah, they did kind, of, but there was always like that underlying respect between them. Like, yeah, they weren't like the best of friends, but. You know, whenever push came to shove and, like, someone's like, oh, yeah, well, we're going to fuck you up. And he's like, no, you're not. It's like, why not? Because I have Zarl. Like, you ain't going to do shit to me. I have Zarl on my side. Like, fuck you. I got my boy. Yeah, I got my boy. I got our, you know, he's a, basically our champion. Now that Moloch's not around. Yeah, that was the, the only person that Zarl would admit he would lose to would be Moloch. But Moloch was gone. Yep, 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 yep. I actually think they would have... Man, imagine if all the fucking Atramentar were on that ship when they got boarded. They would have stood no chance. <laughs> yeah. If the Atramentar were still there, that fight would have gone a whole lot different. You might not oh, have... Yeah. Zarl probably wouldn't have died because Malak probably would have uh, dealt with uh, Telemi a lot easier. Well, he's in full Terminator plate, so yeah. True. It, there's certainly yeah. the possibility. Yeah. Uh, but after that, they go back down to the planet... And, uh, well, there's a lot of things that happen after that. Uh, we, okay, so, we get introduced to a human character. 
This like gunnery chick. I don't even remember her fucking name. Oh yeah, it. Yeah, so, I don't remember her name either. <laughs> remember, I mentioned something that I would massively change about this, uh, this particular, um, book. Mm -hmm. I would have Maruk not die in Blood Reaver, yeah. and instead have him be that lady. Yeah. Have it be her character, because she plays a big part with Makarian in the end of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that would have been, I think, a great spot for Maruk instead. Oh, I think yeah. I would have kept him alive and had him take her spot. Yeah, that would have been a that would have been a better use of Maruk than just having him sort of get splatted on the wall by uh, chaos. I fucking loved Space Maruk, Marine -ish. man. Ish. Well, I guess okay. he was Red Corsair, but yeah. Mm -hmm. I loved that man. I, I was. I really yeah. liked Maruk, but um, but the, anyway, uh, I think Varial punches Talos in the face and is like. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wake up! Yeah. And Talos is like, I understand now. Yeah, as soon as Vario punched him, he's like, oh. That's why I'm here. That's what I need to do. Oh, I totally get it now. Yo, I gotta go to Seguelza. I'll catch you later. <laughs> well, first I think they do the they do the tests on him and his oh. gene seed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, I think if I had to choose the biggest flaw with this book, it would be that. Yeah. I, I don't... I find the Saguelsa flashback to be a tad pointless. Agreed. Um, it, it now it's it was cool, and you got to see Sergeant Uzas, which was kind of fun. <laughs> um, I think. Wait, wasn't there the part the, in versus the Genesis chapter where Uzas like fell through the fucking ceiling with oh, with like a Genesis guy? He's like trying to shank yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's like trying and, to choke him. He's got his hands around his throat and uh, he, he actually yeah. kills him and they're like, there's all this gunfire and Uzas is like, oh my god, and he's running towards First Claw and he has to dive behind cover and they're like, god right. damn it, Uzas. Mercutian Mercu was firing his heavy bolts and he had to stop firing. He's like, idiot. <laughs> idiot, yeah. He's just falls just, through I'm the just, ceiling choking a fucking Genesis. I'm just imagining that. They have these two firing lanes just in the middle of the entire fight. You just see Uzas fly through the ceiling like, ah! And starts like beating his ass. It's the most Uzas entrance ever, too. Like, it's like, oh I'm surprised, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't blow through the wall like fucking um, Kool-Aid Man. <laughs> or like the Juggernaut. Yeah, he's just mm. kind of like, can you imagine they're just fighting and then Uzas blows through the wall and he's like, He's like trying to bite the other marine or something, just some <laughs> bullshit. Um, but I guess it was kind of nice seeing him as Sergeant Uzas, yeah, uh, in in Seguelsa, because he's had a couple moments of clarity in this book. Yeah, he's definitely uh, not as like Uzas crazy skulls for this skull god or anything like that. He's a lot more, he's a lot more with it. I was surprised when he was like skulls for the Eighth Legion, because I was like, hey. You don't that's usually, a little different. That's that's a little. That's not your usual chaosy bullshit. That's kind of, but it's like. Huh. Well, he has that one really sad moment where he's like, he starts panicking. He's like, "Brother, why are my hands red? What? Oh, like, yeah. I bear the mark of the of sinners. Like, what did I do? Yep. And and I was like, oh fuck, man. And it yeah. hurts even more when you finish the oh, fucking book. God. Uh, yeah, it, it really does. Oh uh, that's a that's a side note. That though. is a side note. Yeah, but the the thing with Varial is that um, Talos didn't uh, mesh well with his gene seed, right? So it, yes. he couldn't he couldn't quite use it properly. But Varial has like the ultimate foreshadowing, where he's like, you know, 
if somebody else had your gene seed and they meshed well with it, they could use it to perfection. They could actually be a prophet and they could actually see it and have no ill side effects and they would be a great night lord's leader wink wink readers wink wink <laughs> so, that was like the big like reveal is the you know talus's gene seed didn't really um mesh well with him yeah and and that was the whole concept is, it, is, is that hey talos may not be the person but there might be one after you know like mm -hmm. that that's the concept and yeah. uh after after that whole thing in the Seguelsa um flashback i think after that they go back down yeah. oh fuck that's when he gathers the astropaths yeah that's when he's like hey guys i've got this really great idea right so <laughs> um yeah because he's like i know so. why i'm here now oh let me go <laughs> i've got to go back to sigwell safari i'll catch you later you're gonna love this and it's like oh no. <laughs> what's that the dragon ball thing it's like you're gonna love this <laughs> what you're seeing now is my normal form oh god yeah yeah there's always an there's always another form in dragon ball i so I'm I'm just uh, I think I just kind of skip him talking to all the astropaths because that's more like for the reader explaining how the warp works. Yeah, definitely. Um, but so so Talos's big plan <laughs> is that he's go oh my god he's going to take all the astropaths and yeah. psychically attuned people from Sagwelsa, skin, dismember, <laughs> disembowel. Yep. Among other things, them in a one room, the excruciation chamber. Yeah. And leave them all alive. Yeah, as... they're all alive after that. They're not immediately dead. And and he mentions this. He's like, Yeah, we're gonna I'm I'm gonna skin you guys and I'm gonna disembowel you and all this, but we're so good at what we do, you're gonna be alive for like a week without He's your trying skin. to he's trying to force the fear into their minds. Yep. And and he's going to leave all these 100 flayed, dismembered people on tables, very much like his own screaming gallery. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to force Octavia to kill them all with her warp eye. Which is the worst way to die. Which is which the concept is that he is creating uh, by killing psychic attuned people after so much screaming that he creates a a chorus of agony yeah I that believe... is sent down the astropathic pipelines yeah. so i think what they say is like he was this the book where deltrian sort of explains what the screech is uh that may have been blood reaver but it, it's the it's him fucking yeah. up with the uh with the princeps yeah he 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 sort of like takes the idea of the screech and he takes it to like a universal level and it's like ooh that's fucked up, dude. Cause the this this horror screech is just going through the whole system and it's just it's darkening planets. Like they they literally have no idea how far this screech is gonna go. Like someone asked him, he's like, How many planets do you think you're gonna like quiet with that? He's like, I don't know. A hundred? More? Mm -hmm. It's gonna screech for a while, dude. It's going down the chain, and every time it hits another astropath, this screech gets bigger and louder. Because they start to convulse and they, like, pop. Yeah. So it's like it just keeps getting louder and louder. And theoretically, this chain could go on for God knows how long until it reaches, like, a dead end or something. 
it's it's unironic. Like like the Dark Eldar and those groups have have done worse things, mm-hmm. um, like in terms of things that are evil and all that. But it it is arguably one of the most evil things I have read in a 40k book that isn't the Demon Kulaba, which you still don't know about. Yep. Um, <coughs> 15,000 on Patreon. Yeah, 15,000 on Patreon. <coughs> Ahem. Ahem. Um, Patreon.com slash that is ridiculous. If you're <laughs> but uh, it is unir- like, it is I think it, I, I find it interesting because it's such a unique way to do something so so horribly fucked up yeah like like it, it is a very unique like he, he basically made it so that all those imperial worlds in that area have no help oh yeah they are None. free for the taking mm-hmm. sort of he's also caused the warp to he basically made a warp storm yeah because um, you you can't really get in the warp yeah it's it's all fucked up and uh when when the rest of first claws like oh shit you did what you, you, yeah. You did you what? That's they crazy. To panic. Yeah, because like you know the Imperium is gonna come when they hear that, and like, like are we? Can we? Is this really something you should be doing? Um, and they're all so afraid of like the Imperium showing up, um, but it's not the Imperium that shows up. He he basically set off. He basically set off a bomb in on in yeah. the pen, in, in like the Pentagon. <laughs> and, and then and left his fucking address and home phone number there. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I said, yeah. He left a calling card. that's like, find me here. Um, yeah. So yeah, the rest of those guys are like, we are not strong enough to deal <laughs> with what's going to happen. Um, yeah. That that and that, that 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 point is when Septimus is like, we should leave. Yeah, we should go. This is gonna. I need to get Octavia off this ship. This is madness. This is absolute insanity. And uh, yeah, um, yeah. It's oof. time for it's time for us to leave because like Talos is gonna kill us all. Yeah, and he's pretty right. If I'm being he, totally honest, he is spot on. He is spot on. It was um, after after Octavia was used to kill all those people when she was like, "Okay, I think I'm in agreement." All yeah, right. yeah, I think we can leave. Um, also, also one, of, one of the parts that uh, so when um when Talos was like skinning all the people, uh, Octavia tried to go into like his little uh, excruciator and talk to him, and as soon as that door opened, she was knocked on her ass by the horrible like disgusting stench of like dead bodies and all that it's, she had to put on a fucking rebreather to go in and talk to him it is literally a hundred people's flayed flesh <sighs> and and blood pooling into drains and gutters yeah. like it's Ugh. Uh, e- even even her little slaves the Valora even they got knocked whoa, on whoa, their whoa, ass whoa whoa Whoa, do not talk shit on Volari. Volari, all right? sorry. V- there's no beating a hound, but Volari was pretty dope. It's true. A couple also, times, uh, uh, Octavia was like, oh, I miss hound. I was like, me too, Octavia. Me too. <laughs> me too. I do well, too. Well, Volari uh, is Nostromen for liar. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And she's carrying around a Gladius, right? That uh, Syrian like gave her? Size. It's like the size of her leg. <laughs> I mean, it's a hell of a weapon to carry around. That's that's some that's a protecting weapon right there. It is. 
Uh, but yes, unfortunately, the Imperium does not come for them. <laughs> we get the Eldar. And you want to know why I don't like the craft world Eldar. Oh, why is that? It, it's, I, I'll be honest, it adds to my disdain for the Eldar, but... I think they do paint them pretty well in this book. They are Definitely. they are witches. They are unknowable and frightening. Yeah. When was the moment that Talos realized that the Imperium wasn't coming and it was the Elder that, that he had accidentally summoned? Because, like, there was... Did he have a vision or something? Because there was a moment where he was like... Oh. oh he was like, oh, fuck. It's not the Imperium that's going to... Oh, f I really screwed this up. Oh shit, we got. Oh shit, we gotta go. Yes, that was when the arch regent went to confront him with a with a gun. Oh, and you're I, right. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that part because he's like, ah, Septimus. I was wondering <laughs> when you would do this. He's like, oh. Um, but when he was dealing with the arch regent, he kept seeing the the phoenix. Uh, so you you know them as Jane Czar. Yeah. Um she is a a Phoenix Lord, I believe is her name is the title of her thing. Mm, love Phoenix um, Lords. But uh so she was kind of like always in the corner of the room kind of staring at him and he's like, "Oh no." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he, uh, did you know one of the few that times Jane... Talos panicked? Yes. Unironically panicked. Did you know Jane Czar has a model? Oh, really? Yep, this is what she looks like. Oh, uh, or, that's her. Okay, she's cool. I like Yes, her. this is a more accurate one because she is uh, part of a Latok, uh, the second link that I showed you, because she has more black armor, I think. Okay. Um, Is it a Latok? Ooh, that's so dope. Oh, my God. Wait, is a Latok Eldar? Wait, no, that's not them. I'm sorry. Oathway. <sighs> Oathway. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. They're the Oathway Eldar. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's that's what they were called. Oh, that's um, such a cool picture of her. Oh, my, that second one. Oh man, Shy, if you're editing this, put that second one in. Don't put in the, the mini one. Put that second one. That's fucking dope. Yeah. So I guess you can use them both, but whatever. So the idea is that the Eldar didn't come from the screeching. It came from their seeing the future. Mm. They saw the prophet of the Eighth Legion <laughs> uniting the Night Lords and leading to the death of Ulthway. Also, it it remember that. Remember that specifically what they saw was the prophet of the Eighth Legion right. uniting the Night Lords and fucking them up. Specifically the prophet. Right. So naturally they try to escape the Eldar a bunch of times, but everywhere they go, they're just found at every turn because yep. they just know where they're leading. Yep. Um. And Octavia's getting drained because she's just Ooh. doing jump after jump after jump. And at some point, she's like, Talos, I'm going to die if we jump again. I swear to God, like, you're going to kill me. And Talos was like, you said that four jumps ago. Do it again, <laughs> <Yeah>. pussy. <laughs> like he's talking to a child. Are we there yeah, yet, like, Dad? Why, did, why didn't you go before we left? <laughs> I didn't need to go then. <laughs> Uh, but eventually they have no choice, and they have to crash the ship on Saguelsa. Mm -hmm. For uh, one which, final stand. Which leads to a pretty interesting moment where Talos stays on the bridge for as long as he can. <laughs> and then and then has to leave, and he just starts slashing through the escaping <laughs> civilians. Like, out of my way, I'm going to the yeah. escape pods. Well, because they, they had planned it that way, right? Because they're going to Saguelsa, they're going to do their final stand... 
Um, and they're like, well, what are you going to do with the crew? He's like, I'm not going to tell them shit. I'm just going to crash it and they can burn with the fucking ship. I don't give a shit. He's like, wow, that's cold. <laughs> that's even the Nightlers like, wow, that's kind of fucked up, dude. But all right, sure. That's a little uncool. Yeah, <laughs> it's not cool, Brett. That's not very pog there, Talos. Yeah, that's the definitely Legion. not very poggers. And Talos like, I don't care. It's based. <laughs> 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 Fucking stupid. Um, I'm hip. But uh, but they do make their way through. Of course, they they get down to the surface, mm-hmm. and the whole concept is that they're gonna go in the catacombs beneath the. Uh, uh, beneath the Seguel. fortress or, of yeah. Seguelsa. Yeah. And and do their final stand there. Yep, because in um, the dark they have the advantage, they know the terrain a little bit better, so they could probably they're like, Oh yeah, maybe we'll survive for like three days or so. Sure beats the two minutes we'll stand if we try and do like, you know, regular combat with them. Aerial yep. battle or such. Yeah. I also <laughs> the whole damn time. Uh who was the narrator again? Andrew Wincott. Wincott. Um, he says catacombs. And I'm like, wow, what a coomer. <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying catacombs. And I was like, man. The catacombs. <laughs> um, he, uh, the, the, this whole next section. Because, like, oh, they also awoke in Malkari and kind of forgot about that one. Oh, yeah, they did. They um, woke him. Oh, that's that's when Talos is a little pissed off at Deltrian. He's like, you, he's you're literally doing all your admech bullshit. And he's literally there, and he's really mad. Yeah. He's awake, and he can feel all that. And it takes it takes Uzas, of all people. He's like, can't you hear the pattern? And Talos is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uzas is like, he's awake, can't you hear that? And he's like, oh shit. And yeah, he's been awake this whole time, and Deltrian's been poking and prodding and torturing him, basically. Yeah, they have a little analogy with, uh, with uh, Talos owning a dog. <laughs> and then Zaro would just occasionally like to poke it, and then yeah. the, then he then he killed the dog with a pipe. Yeah, because like he's and like, I'm like oh, Zaro, yeah. you shit lord. He's like, oh yeah, Zaro would poke it and poke, and the dog finally bit him. And Zaro was like, oh you fucking dog, and then he brained him while he was sleeping. He brained the fucking dog while it was sleeping. Yeah, it's like, god damn it, Zaro, you shit lord. I know, right? And then Uzas was like, I guess he's not barking anymore. Ha 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 ha. And it's like, wow, you fucking oh, oh, night lords. No. He didn't brain it while it was sleeping. The dog got sick of his shit and tried to kill him, and then he brained it. Oh, I thought, I thought, he, like... He poked uh, it with sticks when it was sleeping, and eventually yeah, yeah. it got mad, and then it went to try to kill him. Yeah, and it bit him, and then I thought, like, it was, like, the next morning as the dog was sleeping, so I was like, I'm sick of your shit. Bop! Oh, that might be true. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that Zaro bopped the dog. Yes, yes, Zaro bopped the poor fucking dog. Poor dog. Um, the but... Uh, yeah, so so Malkarian is awake, mm-hmm. and they were they were being. He was very much like, "Give me one reason not to murder the shit out of that admech <laughs> piece of crap." Um, Talos but, had to convince him not to. Yeah, but they end up going down, and uh, they're like, "All right, Variel, you're gonna leave with all the gene seed and stuff, and figure that out with yeah. Deltrian and and uh, and he formally uh, relinquishes Septimus from duty." He's like, Septimus, you are no longer my slave. I, w- I wish I could have heard that conversation. Oh, God, yeah. That would have been a great conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a little sad that I didn't get a chance to hear it. Yep, yep. And Varya was like, well, how are we going to escape without a, uh, without a navigator? And he's like, well, you're going to take Octavia. Duh, idiot. Uh. 
and I like I like the moments with Septimus talking to Variel, and Septimus is like so uncomfortable. <laughs> Who wouldn't be uncomfortable? Like anyone that's human talking to Variel of all people, it's like. Ugh. Please, please don't. Septimus like looks behind him, and he's like, "Octavia might be there." And Varios like, "Eyes on the front, slave. <laughs> Your human mating rituals do not matter to me." He's like Hannibal Lecter. He literally is Hannibal Lecter. He yeah. doesn't blink or anything. That's entirely a shtick. Yeah, he's super smart. Loves eating Ugh. people. Uh, he's yeah. an absolute savage. I mean, fucking night lords, man. So after all of that, they all kind of do their little last stand on Sagwelsa. There's there's a lot of combat in this part. Oh yeah, a um, lot of people dying. A lot, lot of people of dying. Lords get fucked up. Yeah. Kind of hard to talk entirely about it just because the sheer volume of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there's Lucorifus where all all the bleeding di- eyes die besides him. Mm-hmm. Even even Varasha. Yes 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 yes. Even he dies. But then Lucorifus eats all their soul stones? Yeah. Which is who uh, so what so... were the what were the Eldar that he was fighting? Because they had like wings and did they have scythes? I don't remember. But, uh, like, I was gonna yes. ask what kind of soldiers those were, because they sounded very elegant and very um very cool, but I was like, I don't know who the fuck Lucorifus is fighting right now. They sound dope as hell though. There is a there's a particular name. I think the Dark Eldar call them scourges. Okay. Um, I fl- Eldar flying models. What the fuck is their name? <laughs> they, they, I I know that there is a name for them. Mm. I cannot think of it at this moment. But yeah, Lucorvus fucks them. Even even after all the bleeding eyes are dead, he fucks them all up. And you're right, he eats their soul stones. And he literally eats their soul stones, which is super dark. That's real dark. And he he's convinced that he can hear them screaming in his mind. Ooh, uh, I think they're called Swooping Hawks. Oh, cool name. Swooping Hawks. Unfortunate fate. Yeah. Cool name. Yes, uh, there's some pretty interesting fighting there. Um, but yeah. they're they pretty cool. Swooping Hawks are, are neato. And yes, Lucorifus decided to to eat their soul stones, which is pretty pretty dark. It's pretty dark. Um, if you know anything about the Eldar and their soul stones, that's fucking dark. A lot of the... A lot of the Eighth Legion ended up going underground and uh, killing a lot of Eldar. So the Eldar, quote unquote, dregs are known as Eldar Guardians. They're like base troops, mm-hmm. and they were murdering them like like easy. Oh yeah. Uh, however, the ones that were getting them are something called Howling Banshees. Oh, those fucking Banshees. They are something else. Yeah, they were they were using the. I mean the. Night Lords are used to using a Screech themselves, but then these damn Banshees show up, and uh, they're using a Screech against us! What so in, in the tabletop, Howling Banshees force the enemy to fight last. That's the concept uh, of their, like, debilitating Screech. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's, a very, it's used in that way. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. It's a pretty cool way they do it. They I like it a lot. They a lot of Night Lords. Holy shit. They kill a lot of people. Yes, they do. Oh my god. I would not want to fight them. But the first claw ends up ends up getting themselves something known as uh Terminator armor. Yes, they did. I was they just found some Terminator armor that was hanging around in in the catacombs. Is that what happened? Oh. 
Oh no, I think that they uh I think it was more the concept of um Well, no, no, no I think they 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 brought it down. I think they had the armor. Like oh. they just had they had the armor. Oh, I didn't know that they still had why 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 did they wait until now to use it? Well, because they have to get into the damn thing. It takes a while. True. But why didn't they just get into the Terminator plate before making landfall? Well, I'm assuming it's because they they couldn't. I don't oh. think I don't think Terminators can get into drop pods. Oh well, um, I, well, Malkarian can get into drop pods, and he's in a dreadnought. Dread, dreadnought. There's a specific type of of, of uh, thing that holds dreadnoughts. Drop pods oh. that hold dreadnoughts. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say that. Wow, big drop pods. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm okay. not 100 percent on this one, but they they brought it down. Maybe it was a time thing. I don't know. Okay. I, I thought I was like, oh, well, it's it's Seguelsa. They're underneath uh, their fortress. I was like, maybe there's some, like, ancient Terminator plate down. That's kind of what I saw in my head, but I guess it makes more sense if they brought it with them. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not fully sure, but whatever the reason, it's... They've got Terminator plate. They got the plate. It's there. <laughs> yada, yada. Yada, yada. Um, and boy. They go to town <laughs> with that stuff. Yes, they do. Um, they're all like, wow, this is really... I'm going to... Oh, well, where, I wish I had this sooner. Oh my God, this is great. Yeah, that's a lot of what they said. They're just, they're just like, In I like this. the Terminator plate, yeah. I like this armor. That's a cannon. Can I try it? Like, no, Uzas. <laughs> no, Syrian. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But they do encounter Jane Zar, the Phoenix Lord, I believe is their name. What a badass um, home. Oh so, <laughs> so, Phoenix. So, here's the sad part that I don't know you know. Phoenix Lords don't die when they're killed. Uh, so, when they are killed, they kind of come back to life, sort of. So, I, I guess that would explain the name Phoenix Lord. Yeah, right. it's, it's a little difficult to truly explain. But it's either a concept where they they do die and someone else takes the mantle of Phoenix Lord, or they get revived in some way. I I don't quite know. Huh. Um, but I like it doesn't necessarily make it, it any less strong. The like like or the the ending of this thing because Jane Zar is the main uh, Oathway Phoenix Lord that's come for Talos. She's come yeah. for the uh, the Prophet of the Eighth Legion. Mm -hmm. And has come to to cause excessive murder. Oh, and yeah. oh, does she fly her way in there with like a <laughs> bleeding speed yeah. and immediately bodies the shit out of everyone, like throws a throwing star at Uzas's face and like cleaves off a good portion of his head. Yeah, his skull is just like revealed. It's like, here's my skull from the wound he took. Yeah. But at the same time, because of that, he's also been kind of knocked into clarity. Yep. He is. He's he's like back. He's he, he's practically normal again. Yeah, it's like he he doesn't even care about like skulls for the skull throne or blood for the blood god. He's he's not uh corn Uzas anymore. He's like old clear Uzas, which will come right. into play later. Which will. Uh, so this fight at the bottom ends up massively wounding Mercutian, oh, yeah. who, in his little final stand, fires a bunch of bolter rounds at Jane Tsar, and Jane Tsar kills him. 
Yep. And and then before, right when she walks over him, though, he like shanks her in the shin with his gladius. <laughs> try to run away now. Yeah, he's just laying in a straw man, but he's like, yeah, try running now. <laughs> well, that's so, a hell of a way to go, too. Yeah, Yeah. so he gets a good injury off, which is nice. Mm -hmm. uh, but then after that I comes the it, part, I think. Is, is it at this point that Variel thinks that there's something wrong? Uh, it's a it's a little bit earlier. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right, because uh, Varil's talking about like how he now knows why the Eldar are doing what the Eldar are doing. Yeah, because they're listening in on Eldar transmissions, trying to hear anything, and Varil's like, um, something's something's not right here. Like there aren't that many ships making landfall. We made it through pretty easily. Something's not right. Like. Yeah, something's not going well, and mm -hmm. it, that, that's when he kind of learns, like, no, the Prophet of the Eighth Legion is there for ruin. You need to survive, Talos. Yep, yep. Um, or the Eugene Seed at least needs to survive. Yep, yep. And then they um, decide that they, they should probably, maybe, Vario might be one of the things that helps him survive, so he's like, we gotta go back. Yeah. <laughs> Septimus is like, what?! <laughs> And and, Del and Deltrian is like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, Fuck Deltrian you. is like, you're fucking dumb, irrational, uh, and you're right. Yeah, irrational concepts. Yep. Uh, but I think this roughly is is the part, oh, the part. Yeah. We're the here. Part. We're here. So. Fuck Syrian. All my homies so, hate Syrian. Well, so this was This was uh, alluded to a little earlier. Mm -hmm. in which Syrian is traveling in the lower decks because he really likes torturing and murdering people to sate his slanesh desires. Yep. yep. And he runs into Lucorifus just chilling, and he's like, Hey, Syrian, <laughs> what you doing down here? <laughs> and it's like, the bleeding eyes are everywhere. We see all you're doing. Yep. And Syrian reaches for his bolster, and he's like, oh, just try. <laughs> and, like, three other bleeding eyes, like, crawl across the ceiling, yep. and they're like, yes, yes, try yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, Oh, fucking Syrian. It was, uh, and, yeah, so there's a little of that. So Uzas is like, hey, Syrian, I've been thinking. Yep. And Syrian's like, wow, that's new. <laughs> and it's like... Hey, Talos wants us to do something. It's like, yes, let's talk about Talos. Talos. Yep. Oh. So, should you want to? Do you want to give the reveal, the uh, big twist? I, I, I guess. Uh, Uz, Uzas is. Um, for the longest time, Uzas was like, it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't kill the Void Child's dad. But it was like, oh, Uzas, it's. It was you. You fucking fuck. It was you. Uh, and in Uzas's clarity, he he says that he was trying to rack his brain and figure out, like, you know, because he knows he didn't do it, and he's like, Syrian, you motherfucker, it was you, wasn't it? You killed the father, and how the many... The Voidborn's the father. The Voidborn's father. And how many countless people have you killed, and it was blamed... I, I got blamed for it. He's like, I was thinking about it, and sure... 
I went on my rampages, and certainly I killed my fair share of crewmen, but not as many that have been pinned on me, and y it's you! You've been sating your slaneshi desires this whole time, and the only reason I'm in Sinner's Red is because of you. I'm paying for your sins, and this is bullshit! He, he, he probably, Uzas probably killed plenty of people, but oh, he yeah. was blamed for hundreds more. Yep. Than and he and yeah. did. And, and Syrian pegged it all on him because he was the easy target because yep. he's in, because he's crazy. Yeah, because you're always shouting about your blood for your blood gun and your skulls for your skull throat. It's your own fault. Yeah, uh, he was, and in a sense, it's even, it's worse in a, because he kept on saying, I didn't kill the Voidborn's father. And, and even we didn't him. believe yeah, him. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, at some point they're just, I was like, oh yeah, at this point, you know, Uzas is just going to be like, yeah, you know, it was, it was me, I fucking did it. And then this twist, and I'm like, oh no, Uzas. Oh no. See, a lot of people really hate Syrian. And yeah. for this, and I, I don't. I think Syrian is a, is good comic relief character, and I like his as a character. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I hate him because it's on brand. Like Syrian is a liar yeah. and, and a sadist and a bad person. Yeah. Wow, how different than the Night Lords? Yeah, up until this point, I would have been with you, but once this happened, I was like, man, fuck Syrian. No, oh, don't don't get me wrong. It, <laughs> it's it's sad. <laughs> it's sad because of the sheer amount of of like pain he's caused Uzas, who is still a bad person, mm -hmm. but didn't deserve what he yeah. got. He well, no, he, no, he did. The... No, he does deserve it. I mean, he, he's, a, he's a fucker. <laughs> they're all he's fuckers. But you They're know, all like, fuckers. I, I think what made it such a knife twist is like, that's your brother. Like, yes, you're a night lord. Yes, you're bad. But that's your brother. I don't even think... It, I don't think it was that. I think it was because Uzas kind of has this allegory of like a dementia patient. Oh, Where definitely. he has moments of clarity every so often. Mm -hmm. And when you see the... When he has those moments and you see like the the old kind of... As honorable as night lords can be, Sergeant <laughs> Uzas. Yeah. It makes that much sadder. Yep. And, uh, and and to think that it was amplified yeah. by him, that's where it gets rougher. And so that part is bad enough, but what happens next might be just the, like, oh, boy, the, the, the cherry on the tragedy cake. Um, yes. Uh, uh, so Uzas like, I'm, I'm going to tell Talos, you're going to admit what you fucking did to Talos, and then we're going to whatever. Uh, and, and he was even like, okay, sorry I was so fucking angry, but, you know, whatever. And he turns his back on Uzas, and Uzas takes a shot at him. No, 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 he turns his back on Syrian. Oh, Syrian, And Syrian, Syrian right. yeah, yeah, charges yeah. him. I, I said Uzas, right. Yeah, Syrian, yes. his back is turned to him, and he takes a shot at him. Uh, but Uzas fights him off, and Uzas fucking kicks him in the stomach or kick, something kick, no, he, he kicks him off the 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 yeah. battlement they're on mm -hmm. which then a uh, syrian lands like 20 meters down and i think breaks his leg yeah well his uh, his legs are trapped under some rubble or they're trapped under some debris or something and he can't move and he can't get himself free 
And if you've been reading the Night Lords trilogy books, this scene should look real familiar. Cause this was in the first like two hours of Soul Hunter. Yeah, because Uzas is coming up on him with his chain axe, and Talos just happens to be in the distance, and Talos sees it, and he's like, "Oh, oh fuck, my visions weren't wrong. I just I thought this was supposed to be on Crythe. It wasn't Crythe. It's here." I think I think the most painful part of all of that, because naturally Talos goes to intervene yep. and and kills Uzas. Yep. He, um, he right in, right through the back with uh Orum. He's yep, like, with I the know that blade. sword. Oh. And and it's it was really sad because you could tell that Talos did not want to do that. He no. was like, I I fought for you over and over again. I kept on saying that you were worth saving, yep. and I was wrong. And and Syrian takes the secret to the grave. He does, and and the whole time Uzas is trying to tell Talos, like he's trying to tell, he's like he's trying to speak to Talos, and he well, can't. Well, yeah, he's not trying to tell him. He's trying. He's just trying to speak to him. Yeah, and he he can't. He's not getting any, and nothing's coming up. He can't breathe, so he can't even. It's it's like oh god this is so sad like oh it's, god it's sad for Talos because Talos doesn't know it's sad for Uzas because Uzas does know and fuck Syrian <laughs> yeah and even Syrian was like oh he came at me with one of his blind rages again yeah I came. think that part is the part that actually is a fair enough yeah. fuck Syrian he he came at me for, I I came at me from behind screaming about his blood god and I was like oh you son of a you bitch piece of shit well. Regardless, yeah, like Uzas was not the imposter. No, but he, but he also absolutely was. Yep, Syrian. Um, Syrian plays a good game of Among Us. Syrian is a fantastic game of He'd Among be Us. Great at Among Us. No one, no one was sus of Syrian. But uh, but, I mean, Uzas always fucking hated Syrian. It's true, and, and, he did, didn't he? That's right. No, it's not Uzas. Sorry, Zarl always fucking hated Syrian. Mm, yeah. And this actually adds a bit to it, I'd say. Oh, it's kind of funny too, because when um when uh, Uzas was like, "Oh, you 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 killed that girl's father, didn't you, Syrian?" And Syrian was like, "You've been talking to Lucorifus, haven't you?" And he's like, "No, I just figured it out. It's I was just, just looking through my memories. Nothing else made sense. You slanish piece of shit." <laughs> it's it's extremely on brand for the Night Lords as a faction. Which is why I'm I like the twist, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a good sorrowful twist for you to feel horribly bad for the character you genuinely hated most of the yeah. novels up until this point. It's like yeah, fuck Uzas, he's a crazy idiot that does stupid stuff, and then it's like oh my god, I love you, Uzas. Don't all the go. all of the all of the moments of clarity before are so much more painful now. Oh god, yeah, yep. But uh, after that. Like almost right after that, Jane Zar arrives and proceeds to body basically everybody. <laughs> she she, she cuts off Varial's legs. Is she? Oh yeah, because Varial th- showed up, and uh, that's why they had to make their way out of the catacombs. Is because right. Varial was like, "Hey, we're here," and <laughs> and Taos is like, "You're what? <laughs> why are you here?" <laughs> and, and she throwing stars Syrian in the chest. I was so happy about that too. By the way. Yeah, that that was that was mm. decently satisfying. That was, and and then she bodies at like Talos to an extent. Yeah, and stabs him with his own sword. 
Oh. <laughs> he has and, this moment where he's like, she's killed me with my own sword. And they have their little, the vision that they saw in the beginning of the book. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, oh, there she is. And then, and then the blackened comes by and kind of scurries her away. Yeah. Which is which crazy is nice. that like a, a, a fucking Thunderhawk is firing at her. She's like, oh, zip, 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 zip. I'm out. Yes, like four double heavy bolters. And <laughs> yeah, she just drips out. Okay, cool. Um, but after that, they have the final moments with like, oh, Lucorphus too. He gets shanked. Yeah, Lucorphus gets shanked with her spear. I totally forgot. Uh, Varial sees Lucorifus unmasked, and he looks like a bloated corpse, like left underwater for too long. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he 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 asks Lucorifus like, "What what the fuck are you like?" He's like, <laughs> he's like, "I don't know." He's like, "It's been so long since I knew. I just am." And he's like, "Does the does the feeding and eating of flesh keep you alive?" He's like, "I don't fucking know, but I love doing it." <laughs> yeah, he's really strange looking. He's it's very. Put the helmet back on. Jesus. It's it's almost like he had a moment of insecurity yeah. about his features there, which which I think gave him even more uh intrigue. Yeah, definitely. Um but after that Talos goes to Syrian's completely frayed, disgusted like chest cavity. Yep. And Syrian does do an apology to Uzas there. He's like, "Uzas, you're a piece of shit. I hate you, but I am sorry." Yeah, well, fuck which, you anyway. Which you know, little too little too late. Yeah, but, um, but when, even so, it was nice to at least have. When he dies, is his soul going to Slanesh? Syrian? Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't really know. I hope it's, it does, and I hope Slanesh fucks him over for all of eternity. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of their souls aren't going to be doing great. Although, would Uzas go to Corn? Uzas might like that. The 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 Slanesh thing. Well, no, Uzas never deemed him as ever praying to oh, gods. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He always considered himself like using their power and never yeah, never praying to them. You're right. Right, which isn't fully true. Yeah. He Uzas was absolutely. Would, Uzas would love being a corn demon. He would. He would probably enjoy that. Yeah. But uh, he does have his final little little ending bit and. He does say his signature Syrian line, or he's like, so, how are you? <laughs> his chest is, how yeah. are you? Because he said that like five times. Like, he yeah. was once alone with Octavia. He's like, so. And then he was alone with the Atramentar. He's like, so, how are you? <laughs> how are you? Yeah. I think yep. he says that to the Black Legion Terminators when they're left outside. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, it's this little signature line, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and then Varial is like, his legs are fucking gone, <laughs> and he was stabbed in the chest, and he's like, I will live. I have stenched the flow of blood. And 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 <laughs> Sal's like, shut the fuck up, Varial. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Um, it's like it's like and then he keeps on talking. He's like, shut up, <laughs> Varial. <laughs> I am so sick of you. But uh, and then the, uh, I think after this is when uh, Talos's vision actually happens, right? Where he's talking to Octavia and Septimus. Uh, I think it was a little bit before. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I figured it had to be after Varia was injured because that's when like Talos is like, "Hey, uh, you guys, you guys should probably leave, uh, but be aware, Varia's gonna come for that baby at some point. No matter where you go, he's gonna yes. come for it, and he's gonna get it. So." 
Run Heads away. <laughs> Heads up. So run away as far as you can because Variel is going to come for your child. He wants that and baby. He, and he does not care he's not one a, bit. He's not a good person. Don't know if you've noticed. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. So, with his little ending... Oh, we didn't talk about Malkarian underneath the catacombs. Oh, yeah. He, he has a... A fun little moment where he's shepherding <laughs> that one girl. Uh, yeah. I don't even really remember her name because it should have been Maruk, goddammit. I think it started with an E? Did it start with an M? Ah, whatever. She's just a fucking... Oh, I think it starts with an M. Yeah. Malona! Malona! Malona. Malona. Uh, but he's down there fighting off all the... All the howling banshees and all, like, the people are, are stabbing at his limbs and he's like, Stop that. <laughs> Boom! And smash Bonk! Them. <laughs> yeah. They were horny on main. <laughs> oh yes, he was horny. They were horny on main. Malkarian fixed that. Yep, yep, yep. It's good man. But, good man. but he had this this kind of fun little idea, or is like you know I I have killed multiple captains. I slew I slew a blood angel's hero twice. <laughs> my like my story ends in glory. Why in the hell would I ruin it by saving one slave? Yep. And then the book says that uh, he opens up the room with bolter fire, and I thought he killed her. <laughs> what first. a twist that would be! <laughs> I thought he was like, "Well, I don't give a shit," and kills her. <laughs> and, and and but no, he saves her life. Yeah, he actually does shepherd her out of the catacombs. Just this, because he kind of just wanted to tell her about his world. Yeah, yeah. and and he was it was like, oh, you know. I like he was like an old man wanting to talk about his life. Yeah. And and she's like, uh, what's a Primarch? And he's like, uh, just uh, a myth. For, don't worry about it. Forget I said anything. Don't worry about it. You don't It's kind of sad because in a sense the Imperial propaganda has really removed any of that. Yeah. So he's like, My history is anathema to these people. Yeah. Like it's kind of sad. Yeah. Um I have no idea. Yeah, like, you know, old people want to talk about this stuff. Yeah, and nobody but, would get it. <laughs> nobody would understand. But Talos goes to fight Jane Zar mm -hmm. with about four grenades primed <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> yeah. he, took, Jane... what, he took one from, or he took a, a couple from Variel, took one from Syrian, and maybe one from Lucorifus? I don't quite remember. Lucorifus uh, is just kind of there being bodied. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he gets stabbed by Jane Zar and he's like, presence, <laughs> presence, boom, Gadoosh. Gadoosh. And she and is, well, she's actually, she actually technically survives that. Well, she's like missing half of her face and she's like, yeah, she has like, like one arm is left and she's like crawling through the dirt. And what's the first thing that she sees? Oh look, it's Malkarian fresh from the catacombs. Malkarian is like, oh look, a bug. Squish. Just fucking steps on her face and turns into a red mist. He's like, I have to do everything for that boy. He looks around, he's like, I have to finish everything for that boy. It's kinda it's kinda humorous, but also very endearing. Yep. Yep. Because Talos is dead. Talos Talos is dead. Yep. And 100%. we have our two epilogues. 
We have yes. Septimus and Octavia most likely escaping, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is nice. Although uh, they are very paranoid uh, of Variel eventually finding them and taking the child. I think Octavia has nightmares about it. Yes. About, and like, also... him, like, feeling her stomach and... Yeah, and also, there's also the issue of the Imperials just not accepting them in general. Yep, yep. Well, they uh, came and up then... with some dumb cover story, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're fine. Yeah, but there's still the worry. If, if, if there's no Inquisitor there... Oh, yeah, yeah, an Inquisitor would... Yeah, fair enough. Um, but... Then, the then there was the other epilogue. <laughs> the big one, right? Yes. Well, we've already been going for an hour and 16 minutes, so... Uh, we may want to keep it somewhat brief, but the long and short of it is Vario got the gene seed. Yep. Vario we now got have gene seed. the new prophet of the Eighth Legion, mm -hmm. uh, good old Decimus. Decimus, which, flanked by Vario uh, Lucorifus, uh, who survived. I'm surprised he survived. I did not think he would. Yeah, and uh, the Atramentar Malik and Garadon. Garadon, yeah. Garadon. So the Atramentar did. They they did kind of a like a Star Wars meme where it's like, "How did you live?" It's like that's a story for a different day. <laughs> we've got more. And, we've got an Atramentar series of books coming out in about two. Yeah, years, it's like oh, so. okay, like fine, <laughs> I'll give it to you. Fine, fine, whatever. I'm just happy that yep. they're there. And uh, and. It was, it was funny because the whole time they were just like, oh, yeah, the prophet, the prophet. I was like, wait, did Talos survive? What? 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 Nah, they got their own prophet, which if you didn't know, uh, cr the Craftworld Oathway is assists the Cadians in the defense of Cadia. Ah. But they were stopped and ultimately defeated by the Night Lords in the yep. 13th Black Crusade. And uh, remember earlier, so, they, they were after the, the prophet. They were like, oh, Who the would prophet? bring the doom of Ulthway. Congratulations. There's your you prophet. You played yourself. You played yourself. You got the wrong prophet. Or we have the, the usual issue with the future. Uh, yeah. Is you, it? You tried to by, stop by, it, but you made yeah, it happen. Yep. Exactly. Uh, do you think Decimus is the child of Octavia and Septimus? That is entirely left up to interpretation. I mean, I it's think... Decimus. Decimus would be the tenth, although they were eight and they were seven and eight. So well, nine nine was Maruk. Oh, that's right. Nine was Maruk, so he would be the tenth slave. the The question is, if you if you want the Night Lords ending, the answer is absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I if mean, you... Vario was gonna find that kid, and that's probably if, gonna right. be the perfect source for the Gene Seed. Now, if you want the like they could have named it Decimus, just oh, yeah. like because do you think Vario really is sentimental? That's fair. I Especially mean, of them two. Yeah, I guess so. It, it was also a nice little touch that Decimus's armor was decorated with uh, all of First Claw like uh, memorabilia. Like it had a Zarl uh, flayed cape a little bit. It had the chains that I think. Syrian war. Uh, I know. Had, well, the, the forum and uh, the bolt gun, and he had like the the helmet of Talos, right? Well, the, the flayed rings. cape is Uzas. He has oh, the cape yeah, of you're skin. Right, 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 right. I think I think Zarl had some of the. Ch well, they all had chains to an extent. But, yeah. Um, he, he was like yes. he was like a walking dedication to First Claw. 
Yeah, it, it's and it's funny because you actually do get a, a, a cameo from First Claw and Champion Malak in the Conrad Kurz book. Oh, okay. Um, there's a little part where uh, where one of the Night Lords is looking for Sevatar, and he's asking around, and and this one Terminator just kind of quietly points in a direction. He's like, "Thank you, Malak," and he walks away. And I'm like, "Ah, ah, ah!" I, 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 I know, know there he is. It's my, it's my boy. Yeah. Um, but. Yes, the, the it ends with this kind of like, ah, I am Decimus, I will help lead the Eighth Legion, yada yada. Yep, the prophet. Um, the true right. prophet. Has this feeling of, I guess you would call hope, but it's also hope for some bad people? <laughs> yeah, some bad people looking to do some bad things that will lead to Cadia falling. Yes, so little here and there on that. But Vario's alive, Lucorvus is alive, the Atramentar are alive. Mm -hmm. They're all there. And I must admit, it is a welcome, if a little sappy and a little overblown, ending <laughs> to the series. I, I liked it. I, I liked it. It, was, it, it felt kind of like that closure that I was looking for, that everything didn't just end on like ultra depression. Although it's 40k, that would be a perfect way to end it. Um, I, I, I liked it. Uh, also, yes. uh, if we could get a Decimus trilogy books, that'd be great. This, these books came out like a, like 10 years ago. Ooh. Uh, so I, like Decimus, as far as I'm concerned is alive and a, a person, but has no model and no lore written about them because no one gives a shit about the night Lords. Oh, that's sad. Cause that, that'd be a great mini. Cause he should by all accounts be leading the night Lords. Like he's he's an actual perfect prophet. If if you I don't know what if they have like a chapter master. They, no, they don't because that's like a leader of a chapter and legions are kind of spread. Mm -hmm. uh, but like yeah, the war band of Decimus would be a a thing. Yeah, I don't know um, how you would stop that because he can literally he he has perfect future sight. Right. Well, so does <laughs> a lot of people. But well, I guess yeah. Fair. Uh, uh, but yes, the. It would be a great model to come out with, and I don't think they ever will, but nah. it would be a wonderful model. Uh, I like I like the book. The ending is a little sappy. It ends <laughs> with him being like, my name is Decimus. Decimus. No, 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 no. This has been Voidstalker, <laughs> written by Aaron Dembski. I'm like, okay. All right, uh, all right. It's, and, and, you know, Lucurif is just living just because, and the Atramenta are coming back just because. It's, it's a little sappy, but I'm okay with it. It's it's an acceptable amount of sap. I was I was happy to see my boy Lucorfus back. I don't care if it's sappy. I was happy to see Lucorfus back and crawling on the walls again. Lucorfus is is a fucking dude. He, he's <laughs> I I thought I wouldn't like him at first, and I kind of didn't. <laughs> but he's got this. He's got that part when he's just staring at the fucking dude in the console and Blood Reaver. He's like, "You are not from the Sunless World." <laughs> What's wrong with you? That's weird. It gets really close to this face. What's up? And I'm like, oh my god. What's up, bitches? I can, ima I can imagine Lucorifus having like Lucora drip. I can imagine Lucorifus of all the people. I can imagine Lucorifus of all the characters being dripped in Supreme. I don't yeah. know why. But I, I see him dripped in like Supreme Night Lords, and he's yeah. got he's got like shades on but you see the the tear trails beneath the shades <laughs> from the bleeding eyes like a gang tattoo yeah. yeah yeah he also eats his own he he ate the bleeding eyes 
when they were dead. Oh, yeah, he literally ate the bleeding eyes, yeah. the dead bleeding eyes. He's like, the Night Lords might have something to say about this, but, ah, they're not here. Hum, nom, 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 nom. Basically. <laughs> uh, so that was Void Stalker. Loved Void Stalker. Void Stalker was great. That was my favorite I am... One. I, I I like Blood Reaver more, but Void Stalker would be number two for me. Blood Reaver's close I, to me. It's close, but I, I, I like Void Stalker more. I like Septimus a lot. He's a Giga Chad, and I think he Fair. he just I liked his amount of effort in that book. Yeah. Um as for the wonders and and wonderful world of of the Night Lords, I did see a recent comment on one of my, our dice check battle ports where it's like bricky i know you're watching this you fuck you got me you became made me a night lord's friend from the books and now i'm a thousand dollars in the hole oh <laughs> he's, making like, an ah, he's making an army he's making an army these books will do that to you though like these books will make you a fan of the night lords for sure is that so dk yeah i'd say i i enjoy the night lords i mean i wouldn't say like i'm gonna go out and buy a thousand dollars worth of models of them or nothing but i would definitely say night lords are on my you know i'm a fan of i don't think they surpassed the thousand suns for me because that was like my og you know faction but yeah they're cool. oh i only i only say this because of uh because i have a night lords army now yeah you do you yeah do. i do you do <laughs> well, a a GG well played, an easy no re from <laughs> J, from uh, Jane Czar, the craft world bitch, yeah. uh, who is pretty awesome. I won't lie. Yep. And also to our good boys Talos. Z you know, in a weird sense, Zaro going out earlier in the book almost feels better because he didn't go out by. He went out, like, in this very heroic way. Oh, yeah, super heroic way to go, defending his brothers uh, against while a seemingly... Yeah, well, <laughs> against a seemingly undefeatable foe that nobody else could tangle with, only only the... Well, I guess he's not the champion, but there, the first clause champion, Zarl, was the only one that could save them. It was a, it was a good way for him to go. Yes, and, of, of course, it's our boy Zarl, who... You gotta, you gotta respect him. Also, it led to some really good little tear-jerky moments. Yeah, he couldn't get bitched out by some Eldar. Like, that would have been sad to see Zarl getting bitched out by Eldar. No way. No way. No way. Let him go out like a champ. Hear that? Hear that? Our Eldar? You guys <laughs> suck. <laughs> yeah, you fucking elves. You, The elf they lovers think they have an opinion. Ha! <laughs> Not here. Yeah. Not now. All right. <laughs> next book club next month. Brutal Cunning. Brutal Cunning. I'm Brutal Cunning. Finally, yes. a, a book on Audible that isn't over ten hours long. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, the Primark books are normally like six to seven hours. They're really yeah. Nice. The night yeah, yeah. If, if there's any, all like twelve to fourteen hours. So I was like, so shit! Long. I need the whole month to do this. All right, everyone. Thank you for watching. My name's been Bricky. You can find me at Bricky DK. Yeah, I'm DK. You can find me at DK Diamantes on all the things at all the places where you do all the things. Mostly. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>